sustainable living. For a lot of people out there, especially moms, it seems like a daunting task, one with so many options and paths that you end up overwhelmed instead of inspired and ready to take action. Motherhood's hard enough without adding another thing to your plate. That's why I'm here to help. I'm here to pull you out of the societal norms of materialism and overconsumption in order to live a happier, simpler, more eco-friendly life. This is Kayla Rogers, and you're listening to the Unrooted Mama Podcast. Hey everyone, thank you so much for tuning into another episode of the Unrooted Mama Podcast. Today I want to talk about something that a few different people have asked me to do an episode over or have asked me about in my DMs on Instagram. And I've mentioned it in other episodes that I've done, but I thought that it was important enough to do a whole episode about. So today I'm talking about low-waste grocery shopping. It's pretty much just going to be an episode that covers low-waste grocery shopping for beginners. So if you're already someone that thinks that you are pretty zero-waste when it comes to grocery shopping, I'm not sure how much this would help you, but if you kind of just go with the flow right now when it comes to grocery shopping and you think, oh, maybe I could be more low-waste, maybe I could be a little bit more sustainable on grocery trips, then this is totally the episode for you. I don't want to give you guys too much information because it can be overwhelming getting a list of like 50 different things that you can do to lower your waste while grocery shopping. So I just want to dive right in, but I'm going to kind of give you guys a concise list that almost anybody could implement into their lives in order to have grocery trips that just produce less waste. So I kind of was just brainstorming on my phone and just brain dumped the things that I think are the most important to talk about. So this is in no particular order, um, but if you're really trying to lower your waste when grocery shopping, I would get out a pen and paper or get ready to take some mental notes. So the first thing is obvious, it's something that I talk about all the time, but it is bring your bags. Bring, make it convenient for you to bring your reusable bags to the grocery store. That way you have no excuse and it's easy for you to remember to actually use them versus forgetting them at home or forgetting them in the car. So what I like to do is I always have one bag that can fold up into a little pouch and I carry it in my purse with me everywhere. Actually, right now I have two of those shoved into my tiny purse and I take them literally everywhere with me. So I have those that go right in my purse. If you're a guy or you're a girl who doesn't like carrying a purse, you can get one that you could just put in a pocket And then another thing that I do is I have big grocery, like reusable grocery bags that I bought from Aldi. They carry so, so much. And I carry, or I put at least two in my car. That way, if I find myself swinging by the grocery store for random stuff, when I wasn't planning a grocery trip, they're already in the car and it makes stuff super easy. I know that some states and some specific stores right now aren't letting you bring your own reusable bags because of the COVID pandemic that's currently going on. So if you find yourself experiencing that and being frustrated, something that I saw that was super, super smart is when you go to the grocery store, if you can't bring your own bags and you're trying to lower your waist, I've seen people just put the items straight into their cart instead of having them bagged. And then you can get to your car and bag them 
in your car, if that makes sense. So you could just put everything straight back in your cart, have your reusable bags waiting for you in the car, or even better, something like a laundry hamper, like one of the short ones or something like that in the back of your car. And then you can just unload all of your groceries from the cart straight to there. And it is an extra step of work. If you have kids or something with you, this isn't always the easiest option. But if you're trying to look for a way to not bring your reusable bags into the store, but still not have any of the plastic bag waste, this is a really great option for that. The next thing on the list, which kind of goes hand in hand with that, is if you do frequent a store that doesn't allow bags, maybe try to find another option for somewhere to shop. I'm not really sure if you know, the people that can't bring bags, I don't know if it's all of your stores or just certain ones, but I know shopping at Aldi, you're not, like they don't have plastic bags for you to bag your groceries with. So that's pretty much where I do all of my grocery shopping because we try to stick to a budget and Aldi has really affordable things. They have like organic produce a lot of the time and they don't have the plastic bags. So you have to bring your own bags or get inventive when it comes to packing up your groceries at the end. So you can find stores that make it easier to shop zero waste or low waste. Another great option for this is shopping your local farmer's market. That's something that I am a huge advocate about. Not only can you find like zero waste items at your local farmer's market, you're supporting local business, you're finding really cool local products. Not only can you find produce that's been grown locally, which also lowers your carbon footprint, but you can find cool things like local raw honey, baked goods that were made locally, just so many good things you can find at your local farmer's market. So if you have one in your area and you haven't checked it out or you're not a frequent visitor, I highly encourage you to do so. The next thing on the list is something that I've wanted to talk about for a while, but I was kind of letting imperfection get to me. Um, But lately I've realized that showing up imperfectly and honestly is better than not showing up at all. So that is about consuming less animal products. And personally, I'm not vegan, but I do use a lot of vegan alternatives. My daughter had to go dairy-free, and since I was breastfeeding her, I could not eat any dairy. So that kind of resulted in my family using dairy-free butter, dairy-free milk products, pretty much not buying anything that had dairy cooked into it already. And in turn, that kind of just made me very, very cognizant of the animal products that our whole family consumed. So we went from eating beef or chicken or some kind of meat pretty much every day, like three meals a day, to only eating meat maybe once a day, five days a week. So it used to be just something that we were constantly consuming, but lately we've been a lot more cognizant of it, I guess, and we've done a really good job at, even if we haven't cut it out completely, we have been consuming a lot less animal products. So if you are an avid meat eater or someone that is like, oh, I would never go vegan, I can never do that, it can still lower your carbon footprint a ton if you just consume less animal products. If you occasionally look for dairy-free alternatives or meat alternatives or just decide that you're not going to eat meat with a meal, it can really help out so much. Another thing with this is I was looking at a chart for the amount of emissions produced by different animal products, and you would be so surprised to see how much more 
emissions beef produces than literally any other animal source. So if you can consume less beef and use something like chicken or a meat-free alternative instead of beef, even a few times a week, it can go a really long way. So again, you don't have to go completely 100% perfect vegan to help the environment. If you just cut back on how much animal products you consume and you become more aware of what you are consuming, it can help out so much in the long run. The next thing on this list is something that a lot of people have asked me about how to shop in bulk when you don't have bulk container grocery stores near you. Some grocery stores, people luck out and they have the bulk stores in their area where they could just take a bag or a jar and go fill it up with things like beans and rice and different mixes and spices and things like that. I'm so jealous of anybody who has access to one of those. I think we would have to drive probably two hours for a decent selection bulk container store. So if you're somewhere that doesn't really have that option, you can still buy in bulk when you can. So for us, that means buying the big 15 pound bag of rice instead of the little like two or three pound bag. And when we buy the giant thing of rice, not only are you reducing the amount of packaging you're getting, but you are also saving money and just being, I guess, more smart. It's so much more convenient to run out of rice in your pantry and be like, okay, I have to go fill up my jar with the rice that we have, you know, in the China hutch or whatever versus, oh crap, now we have to put rice on our list again. So when you can find certain things like that, that you can buy in bulk and then just refill a jar or you know, whatever, it makes it super easy. So we do that with rice, with beans. Um, we did it with dog food um, and just things like that. So even if you don't have bulk stores near you, you can still find items that you use a lot and buy those options in bulk versus buying a lot of the small packages of them. The next thing on the list is being aware of the packaging that you buy when you go into the stores. First of all, when it comes to this, when you're buying things like produce, it's really important to buy the loose fruits and vegetables versus the ones that come pre-packaged. Typically, the packages that you buy the fruits and vegetables in aren't recyclable, especially if it's like the styrofoam wrapped in saran wrap, yada, yada, yada. So when you can buy your fruits and vegetables without packaging, that is definitely better. I know it looks prettier and more convenient to buy a big bag of apples versus having to bring your own mesh bag and do it that way, but it's really so much better for the environment if you just buy loose fruits and vegetables. And then going right along with that, when you're looking for things like snacks and the packaged foods, try to find things that are either in cardboard or glass versus plastic packaging. Obviously, no packaging is the first choice, but then it would be cardboard and glass over plastic because glass you can reuse. So if you go get a jar of pasta sauce, if you opt for the glass jar versus the plastic one, you can either recycle the glass one or you can reuse it in your pantry. So if you're someone that wants to go out and buy a bunch of matching glass containers to make your pantry and your fridge look super cute, just find those things in the grocery store and literally you could just reuse your glass containers and extend the life by using it again in your home for organization or whatever you want to use. So just be aware of the packaging that you buy. I know a lot of snack foods 
don't come in a lot of different options of packaging. So sometimes, if I'm being honest, buying plastic at the grocery store is inevitable. I'm not going to lie and say I never get plastic stuff. Sometimes I want a bag of pickle chips. And guess what? The bag isn't recyclable and that sucks, but you know, it's progress over perfection. So don't beat yourself up too much about this. But like I said, try to forego any plastic packaging where you can. So the last thing on my list is plan what you buy better. If you plan out your grocery trips and you know exactly, like you look in and take inventory in your fridge and your pantry and you realize like, oh, we're going to run out of bread in two days or we're going to run out of milk next week. If you plan every week or two weeks, whatever it is to go grocery shopping and you really just grocery shop smart, I guess, and do a meal plan and really figure out everything that you need, it will help you avoid having to run back to the grocery store for you know, coffee creamer or whatever it is two days later when you run out. And I know for me, every single time that happens, I'll have a list of three things that we ran out of. I'll run into the grocery store and I'll come out spending like $70 on a bunch of packaged snacks and things that we really didn't need, but are all impulse purchases. So I found that if I plan better and just make fewer grocery trips in general, it really, really helps me reduce the amount of waste from that grocery shopping that month or whatever it is. So if you can just make a meal plan or write out everything that you need or will need soon, I have found that to help so, so much. So yeah, that's about all I have on my list. There are literally hundreds of other things that you can do to lower your waste at the grocery store. One thing that I forgot to mention is besides just having reusable grocery bags, something that I absolutely love is having mesh bags for your produce. So if you go to the grocery store, you buy a lot of produce and you typically put it in the plastic packaging. Instead, well, first of all, you can literally just put it straight in the cart. It doesn't need to have packaging. It makes it a little bit easier when it comes to you know, time for checkout. But if you don't have an alternative, just putting them straight in your cart is fine. But what I do is I bought a little three pack of these mesh produce bags. You can buy them really, really cheap on Amazon at certain stores that you probably are shopping at now. And they're just really lightweight bags that you can see through and you can keep bringing them to the grocery store to put your fruits and vegetables in. So those are amazing and I highly recommend them. But yeah, that's pretty much all I have on my list. Like I was saying before, there are a lot of different things you can do to lower your waste while out grocery shopping, but this is kind of just for beginners. I don't want to overwhelm you guys by giving you a million different things you can do. So I think that this is a really good starting list, and this will definitely help you lower your waste on grocery trips. Also, I just want to pop in and say, if you guys have not snagged an unrooted living guide yet, I talk about different action steps you can take to start living a more sustainable life, my favorite sustainable swaps, just a lot of good things that help you live a more eco-friendly life in my completely free PDF guide. So you can get that by going to unrootedmama.com guide. It takes like 10 seconds to sign up. It's super easy and then you get it delivered straight to your inbox. So if you have not got that yet, go and get it. I promise you won't be disappointed. I made it just for you guys and it is completely free. So there's no reason to not go snag that right now. 
Another thing that is super exciting that I have coming up is I am planning this month, now that it's October, I'm thinking around mid-October, so in the next two weeks, I'm going to go live in my private Facebook group and do a seven day challenge with you guys. So that's going to be completely free too. And it's pretty much every day I'm going to go live and just give you guys a pep talk and pick one thing that I'm going to talk to you guys about. So one day will be like recycling, one day will be decluttering. And every day I'm going to give you something to do that will lower your environmental impact, help you get your home more sustainable, and just help you work through different mindset hurdles. So that is going to be super, super fun. And I hope to see you in there. You can join the Facebook group and do the challenge with me by going to unrootedmama.com slash Facebook group. So go request to be in the group. Go get the free Unrooted Living Guide. And next time you go to the grocery store, I hope that you implement some of the tips. Even if you don't think that you could do all of them, pick three tips and just try them next time you go grocery shopping. And you will be surprised at how easy it is. Like I think a lot of times with sustainable living, people hype themselves up to, oh, it's going to be so hard to get myself to start doing this. And then once you do it, you're like, why haven't I been doing this all along? So even if you think that it would be hard for you to break the current habits you have with going to the grocery store, just try this. Like I said, pick a handful of the tips that I gave you today and just implement them and be happy knowing that you are lowering your waste while grocery shopping. I am proud of you. I am rooting for you. Thank you guys so much for tuning into this week's episode. And until next time. Mm-hmm.